Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. I have a question for you. And later on in the program, I want you to call in and give me the answer. Or feel free to send a text, 575-00, to the Utah Community Credit Union text line. The question is this. What person that you have heard or read about living today in any part of the world do you admire most? What person that you have heard or read about living today in any part of the world do you admire most? You can also feel free to weigh in on this question at my Facebook page. If you uh, just type in Lee Lonsberry, you'll see the live mic logo up in the corner. Uh, one of the recent postings up there asks this question, and it is the same question asked by the Gallup organization. It turns out for some six decades, six de- or seven, I'm sorry, 74 years, 74 years Gallup has been conducting a poll which asks exactly that question. Essentially, who do you admire most? You might be surprised by this year's answers. I'll tell, I'll tell you uh, those answers in just a second. But first, let me invite you to download the Utah, uh, or rather the KSL News Radio app. It's powered by Any Hour Services. The reason I invite you to download it is because you can listen to past segments here on the, here on the program. We've had a lengthy discussion today about the offering of presidential pardons. And we spoke just a moment ago before the top of the hour with Phil Lyman, representative here in the state of Utah, who is one of the most recent recipients of a presidential pardon. Now, you can you can research certainly the events that led up to his uh, ultimate conviction and then the pardon, but the details, how a pardon works, Uh, We got a fascinating look behind the scenes there as Representative Lyman shared his experience with us. So please have a look at the app. Now, to the question, who do you admire most? I'll give you the question one more time. What person that you have heard or read about living today in any part of the world do you admire most? The man atop that list this year, President Donald Trump. President Donald Trump, most admired man In America this year. Last year, he tied for first. Uh, He, along with President Barack Obama, were the top two vote getters in this Gallup poll. Now, who shares the top spot with President Trump on the women's column? Who's the most admired woman in 2020? If you've been listening to the radio station here throughout the day, I'm sure you've heard we've been talking about this at some length. Uh, Michelle Obama. 
President Donald Trump is the most admired man in America, in the, by Americans in the world this year. And Michelle Obama is the most admired woman in the world by Americans uh, this year. Absolutely fascinating. This is her uh, third year in a row enjoying that honor. Meanwhile, uh, Kamala Harris came in second. Let me uh, just kind of walk through some of the results here. Now, the, the question was broken up, and it was asked by gender. So on the male side, the question was asked this way. What man that you have heard or read about living today in any part of the world do you admire most? Donald Trump, top of the list. For the first time, uh, edging out Barack Obama, who I think for the last 12 years has been the top of that list. Yeah, incumbent presidents are uh, often very popular. In fact, uh, I mentioned 74 years this survey has been conducted by the Gallup organization, and 60 times it has been an incumbent president who has been at the top of that list. People like Harry Truman, Lyndon Johnson, Nixon, Ford, Carter, Bush, and Trump uh, and Obama uh, are you know, folks who have topped this list before. So right now, though, getting back to 2020 and the answers to the question, what man that you have heard or read about living today in any part of the world do you admire most? I'm going to run through the the list. Uh, Top, Donald Trump. Then, Barack Obama. And then, Joe Biden. And then, any guesses on who's next? Yeah, Dr. Anthony Fauci, Pope Francis, Elon Musk, Bernie Sanders, Bill Gates, LeBron James, and the Dalai Lama. And the Dalai Lama. Now on to, uh, oh, here's an interesting one. Um, This shows who has been in the top 10 more often than anyone else. Again, this survey has been conducted 74 times. Uh, Billy Graham has made a top 10 finish uh, 61 times. Ronald Reagan, 31. Jimmy Carter, 29. Uh, Bill Clinton, on 26 occasions that this survey has been conducted, has made it into the top 10. Bill Gates just behind him at 26. Now moving on to most admired woman. In 2020, the question similar to the first, what woman that you have heard or read about living today in any part of the world do you admire most? Michelle Obama, for the 13th time appearing in the top 10, she this year tops the list. Michelle Obama, most admired woman in America this year. Kamala Harris. In third place, Melania Trump. Oprah Winfrey, Angela Merkel, Hillary Clinton. Remember, it is anywhere in the world. It's not confined to just America, but it is just Americans who are responding to the question. Again, from the top of the list, Michelle Obama, Kamala Harris, Melania Trump, Oprah Winfrey, Angela Merkel, Hillary Clinton, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Queen Elizabeth II, Amy Coney Barrett, and Greta Thunberg. Uh, Greta making her second appearance in the top (laughs) ten. Queen Elizabeth II making her 52nd appearance in the top 10. And impressively, in the private sector, Oprah Winfrey, 33 times in the top 10. My question to you is, what do you think? What do you think? Who is the most admired person that you have heard or read about living today in any part of the world? I'd like to hear from you. Give me a call. 801-575-8255 is the phone number. 801-575-8255. That's KSL Talk. Why don't you call in, make a pitch for whoever you like, whoever you like. They have to be living today and can come from any part of the world. President Donald Trump, the top of the mail list this year, Michelle Obama, alongside him at the top 
of the female list this year. Fascinating. 57500 is also the text line, the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Feel free to send me a text there. I would have put Elon Musk higher. I might be alone on this one. But you've heard me make this case before that I believe, I believe there's a chance, a slim chance, but there is a chance that in some year down the road, 10, 20, 30, 50 years from now, that we will look back at 2020 not as the year of the coronavirus pandemic, but rather the year that we took a giant leap forward in space exploration. I believe that the partnering of the private and public sector, namely NASA and SpaceX, represents a giant leap forward in space exploration. And that maybe someday as we have uh, a permanent presence on the moon and on Mars, it will all trace its roots back to the giant leaps of the year 2020. And who is responsible on the private sector side for that? Well, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. He's going to have a a great spot in history. Mark my words. Who do you think? What person that you have heard or read about living today in any part of the world do you admire most? Please call 801-575-8255. 801-KSL-TALK. You and I will have a chat next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Live Mike. 219 is the KSL News Time. We are into the final hour of today's episode, episode number 248. The question is, what person that you have heard or read about living today in any part of the world do you admire most? This is, surveys like this are, you know, sometimes just clickbait type things. But Gallup has been asking this open-ended question of Americans for 74 years. Yeah, 74 years. If if you can maintain clickbait for that long, it kind of it elevates your stature a little bit. So hats off to Gallup for asking this. And I, I say open-ended. What does it mean? Well, when the survey participants are contacted by the Gallup organization, the question is asked without options. So as the participants were called and they were asked this very question, again, verbatim, what man or woman that you have heard or read about living today in any part of the world do you admire most? 18% was the the highest percentage of vote-getters, and that was Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the most admired man. And in terms of percentage, uh, he outscored uh, Michelle Obama, who sits atop this year the women's list. She garnering just 10% of those uh, answering the open-ended question in that way. Now, someone uh, asked via uh, the Utah Community Credit Union text line, 57500, sorry, asked how it is, I'll read it verbatim, it says, how on earth does a corrupt Donald Trump come close to qualifying? Well, uh, I'll tell you exactly how. Here's what happened. The Gallup pollsters, they also take into account politics, your party affiliation, or at least they make a record of the party affiliation of those responding. 48% of Republicans named Trump this year. 48% of Republicans named Trump 
this year as the person they most admire. No other public figure received more than 2% of Republican votes. Now, here is where that healthy percentage of Republicans pushed Donald Trump over the edge and to the top of the most admired man list. Former President Obama was the top choice among Democrats, but received only 32% of the vote. You see, the, 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 the views... And the people on the Democrat side, there were so many more of them, it diluted the concentration of votes. I only point that out to to answer the question, how exactly in terms of formula and mathematics does President Trump come out on top? And it is because there was such a a heavy concentration of Republican support behind him, splitting their votes uh, among no one else. Like I said, no other public figure receiving more than 2%, while President Trump from Republicans gained 48%. The Democrats were selecting among uh, President Obama, uh, Joe Biden. Anthony Fauci was also high on their list. It's a number of uh, men to share that percentage. If you can get all your eggs in one basket, you're going to end up on top, as was the case with President Trump here. Uh, Okay, my question to you is what was asked by Gallup. What person have you heard or read about living today in any part of the world do you admire most? Have some good answers coming in via uh, text message, including a vote for yours truly. Thank you very much. Texter 7115. Uh, you get special attention. I didn't quite spell my net last name right, but you know what? It's the intent that counts. Don't even sweat it. I want to go to the phones, though, now. Janie from Clearfield has some nominations. Jamie, what do you say? Hi. Thanks, Lee. I vote for Queen Elizabeth II. I think she's amazing. Um, she's maintained neutrality, and she's risen above politics for 68 years now of her reign. Um, I think she's a good woman, and and being head of state of the U.K. and and Commonwealth countries, I think she does an amazing job. This is her her 52nd time uh, being in the top ten. She, uh, interestingly, came in just behind Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and just ahead of Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, with 2% of respondents nominating Queen Elizabeth II. I'll add your name uh, to the list. Uh, and then I want to I ask you a question. Have you been watching this, The Crown? I have. W- what do you think? Is I it, have. Is, is it fair? Should we all get worked up over uh, inaccuracies and historical? Um, what do you think? You know, I think I've been disappointed to hear that. Of course, I'm not British. I thought it painted a very good picture of Queen Elizabeth and the work that she and her family do. Um, of course, I I don't know all of the historical tidbits and what's accurate and what's not. Um, I do think that they should probably alert people that are watching that it is loosely based um, because there is some creative narrative there that we know can't be factual. So, but I think it, it paints a beautiful picture of the crown and everything that she's done. Are you are you up to date? Have you been watching the most recent uh, season? I have. What do you think about what do you think about Dr. Dana Scully? I mean, I mean, Gillian Anderson and her portrayal of Margaret Thatcher. Oh, fantastic! Pretty good, right? I mean, she yes, fantastic. But I also liked um, Winston Churchill's portrayal. I thought that was. Phenomenal. John, I've John, watched many documentaries. John you Lithgow. Wouldn't, you wouldn't know the difference. Uh, you, you're referring to John Lithgow? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Outstanding. I, uh, 
when when my wife was in the last weeks of her pregnancy and, and, and in recovery just after, uh, it was the one time I sat down and we binned watched the the Queen and uh, re, or the Crown rather, and and very much enjoyed it. Haven't quite uh, uh, jumped into season four though. But when I saw, I, I grew up watching X Files, so Gillian Anderson right. <laughs> portraying Margaret Thatcher. Uh, how about that? Uh, before I let you go, Jane Clearfield, tell me about uh, tell me about your selection on the male side of the list. Uh, what man would you uh, have up there? on top of your menu most admire list? Donald Trump. I'm on my way to go get my Moderna vaccine for COVID-19, and I am extremely grateful. And as a nurse for 20 years, I've never seen a vaccine come through with the research and just flawless. I am so grateful. Um, I don't agree with all of Donald Trump and his politics, but sorry, I'm driving. Um, But I am grateful I'm grateful for everything President Trump has done and the fact that we have a vaccine. Janie, you, uh, first off, thank you for your work on the front lines. Uh, you, I have had conversations with those recently who are a bit hesitant. You are a medical care provider, uh, a nurse. What would you say to those who are a bit hesitant to take this vaccine, the vaccine you are right now in route to getting yourself? I would say look at the numbers. Um I think we've all had a a long, tough year, but if you know of someone who has suffered with COVID-19 or watched them pass away, as I have, it's it's heartbreaking. Um, I would look at the number, the facts, the research, evidence-based research, and high-quality research to make your decision. So I'm grateful for Dr. Fauci, Donald Trump. I think it's important that people um, get vaccinated, especially if you have loved ones that are in that high-risk group. Um, We've got to get back to a new normal, and the way to do that is to get vaccinated. Very good. Janie, listen, thank you for listening to the program. Thank you for your service in the medical field. Uh, Thank you for letting us share a bit of your drive with you. And as always, thanks for for being a listener. Uh, Good conversation right there. The question uh, that kicked off that conversation, I'm almost bashful to go backwards now to it. I enjoyed so much uh, the rest of what we were talking about. But the question that Gallup has asked of Americans for now the 74th year in a row. What person that you have heard or read about living today in any part of the world do you admire most? Let me go to uh, the text line. There are a lot of texts that have come uh, in. Oh, here's one. Boyd Matheson. Boyd Matheson, host of Inside Sources, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Uh, A fine selection right there. Uh, And a number of nominations here via the Utah Community Credit Union text line for uh, President Russell M. Nelson of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, Here's a touching nomination. It reads, My Angel Wife who has loved and cared for me for 49 years, including seven years of terminal cancer. The title Angel is extremely accurate, as she has made my comfort and healing her every uh, concern. That's a, that's a touching one. Uh, here, uh, another nomination for President Nelson and Queen Elizabeth. Uh, outstanding, Queen, Queen Elizabeth. Uh, and then Elon Musk. Oh, and here's the one, Lee Lonsberry. Lee Lonsberry. Oh, that's touching. <laughs> I think I have a, a bit more to accomplish before we get to that point. <laughs> uh, if you want to weigh in on this, please make your way over to the Facebook page, Lee Lonsberry. You see the live mic logo up in the corner. We're going to take a break right now, and as we dive into the final half hour of the program, I want to introduce you to the founding dean and chief academic officer of a new medical school here in the state of Utah. Dr. Doherty will be my guest ahead here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this 
is KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.